0: This is Points North, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Dan Wanshura. Environmental groups sued for the release of a key document for Enbridge's tunnel project. The tunnel would encase the Line 5 pipeline under the Straits of Mackinac. Now, the document was made public late last week, and it shows the project will be finished four years later than Enbridge originally estimated. That delay causes some to wonder if the tunnel is, well just a pipe dream. Reporter Patrick Shea has the story.
1: Two doors down from Murdick's Fudge in St. Ignis, the Enbridge logo hangs above an old storefront. Inside is a sort of museum. This is my baby, so I get really excited about it. Emma Cook is a community engagement analyst for the company. She played a key role in designing this new information center. It's really just a space for the community to come in and and get their questions answered about Enbridge. So we'll have displays like this. The walls are lined with exhibits. There's one about the history of Line 5, another about the geologic history of the Straits. But most of the displays aren't about the past. They're about the future. A mural shows the inside of the Great Lakes Tunnel. The project is still in the planning stages, but it's become almost as controversial as the pipeline itself. Um, Really makes you feel like you're, you're in the tunnel here The tunnel would be 20 feet in diameter, which is represented by a red circle on the concrete floor. I think it gives people a good perspective. But not everyone shares the perspective that the tunnel is a solution. This almost 70-year-old pipeline must be shut down. John Welsh was one of many who spoke at a public hearing about the project last month.
0: Enbridge will never
1: build this tunnel. Welsh is not alone in thinking that. Some environmentalists have even suggested that the tunnel is a front by Enbridge, a time-buying strategy to keep the old pipelines running. The way that this is played out just makes it crystal clear that this corporation does not have the best interest of the Great Lakes in mind. Beth Wallace is with the National Wildlife Federation. She says a lack of transparency from Enbridge has caused her to question the company's true intentions. Since the early summer, environmental groups like hers have been trying to get their hands on a key planning document. It's Enbridge's request for proposals. It outlines the construction of the tunnel and includes key information about the project things like estimated timelines and environmental impacts. Once approved by a state oversight committee, this document will open up the bidding process for contractors to build the tunnel. Wallace says if the company really has a sense of urgency, they should go the extra mile to keep the public in the loop. I see every sign that Enbridge's main game in this epic point is delay. Bob LeTo is the regional operations manager for Enbridge, and he's heard this theory about the tunnel before.
0: It's 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 frustrating because I hear that too. Uh, that you know, this is a you know some sort of
1: smoke show. Leto says the company has made its intentions clear. I, I don't know how,
0: in what other way we can commit to it. We've we've submitted permits um, that are in front of regulators to build this uh, tunnel.
1: The company has done geologic surveys of the lake bed, purchased land on both sides of the straits, and of course opened the new information center earlier this month.
0: And it's like, oh my gosh, we've spent over $100 million
1: already. Like, What what more proof uh, do, do people want and need? What some want is more transparency. For months, environmental groups sent Freedom of Information Act requests to the Michigan Department of Transportation. They wanted Enbridge's request for proposals to be released to the public. But it wasn't. MDOT said they'd been shown the document, but Enbridge hadn't made it available to download or share. So... The National Wildlife Federation filed a lawsuit, and finally, somehow, the request for proposals was released late last week. The document doesn't confirm the theory of the tunnel as a smoke show, like Bob Lado keeps hearing, but it does confirm that Line 5 won't be housed in a tunnel until at least 2028. That's four years later than the timeline Enbridge gave, when the project was approved. Opponents say a threat to the Great Lakes can't wait seven years. And supporters don't want the project delayed either. Mark Griffin is the president of the Michigan Petroleum Association. He's also part of a coalition that advocates for the tunnel.
0: We could be getting more work done to protect the environment and human health, but instead we have to go through all this bureaucratic stuff.
1: Griffin says the delayed timeline isn't Enbridge's fault. It's because of opposition from environmentalists and an excess of regulations.
0: I want to see everybody work cooperatively together to get the tunnel done.
1: The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is still drafting an environmental impact statement for the project. That could take years. There are ongoing lawsuits between Enbridge and the state of Michigan, and opponents of Line 5 say Enbridge is dragging its feet. Meanwhile, Line 5 continues to move 22 million gallons of crude oil and natural gas liquids through the Straits of Mackinac every day. For Points North, I'm Patrick Shea.
0: And Patrick is sticking around to talk about some other Line 5 news. Patrick, you mentioned ongoing lawsuits between Enbridge and Michigan. Now, there was some pretty big movement on that this week. What happened exactly?
1: Yeah, so Judge Janet Neff ruled that this case is going to stay in federal court. Um, The state of Michigan wanted to return it to the Ingham County Circuit Court, where they filed the case over a year ago now. But that motion was denied, and it's going to stay in the federal court.
0: Okay, so does that mean anything practically
1: for the future of Line 5? Well, that, that's where Enbridge wanted this case to be heard. So you could say it's a victory for them in that way, but it's still hard to say what's going to happen. There's, there's basically two concepts at play here. Michigan says the public trust doctrine should enable it to you know, act on behalf of its own shared public resources, things like the waters of the Great Lakes. Mm. But from Enbridge's point of view, this is about interstate commerce, even international commerce, you know, since a lot of this oil is going to Canada. And the company says that makes it a federal issue. And on Tuesday, Judge Neff agreed. Now, another big deal is that Neff has granted the Canadian government an opportunity to file what's called an amicus brief. And that means that even though Canada isn't one of the parties in this case, Neff is acknowledging that they have a significant interest here. So Canada will be filing a brief about their 1977 treaty with the U.S., so,
0: Patrick, tell me a little bit more about that treaty in 77.
1: Yeah. So the way it applies here is that there's a clause in the treaty that's supposed to prevent either country from shutting down pipelines that cross the border. Okay. You know, and in context, this was signed in the middle of a, of a pretty big energy crisis. And uh, serving on the Senate at the time when that treaty was ratified was a senator from Delaware named Joe Biden.
0: Interesting. A uh, lot of layers to this, Patrick. Um I understand there's another treaty that comes into question with all of this.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Just a couple weeks ago, all 12 federally recognized tribes in Michigan signed a letter to President Biden that uh, advocates for him to turn his attention to the 1836 Treaty of Washington, as opposed to Canada's treaty. Now, what that treaty says is that the tribal nations of Michigan will reserve the right to hunt and fish in their ceded territory. That includes most of northern Michigan and the Straits of Mackinac, They see Line 5 as a threat to those treaty rights.
0: All right. Reporter Patrick Shea covering the Great Lakes Tunnel Project, Line 5, and a lawsuit between Michigan and Enbridge. Got a lot going on, Patrick. Thanks for covering all this. You bet, Dan. And that wraps up Points North this week. Today's show was edited by Morgan Springer. You can listen to more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dan Wanshura. Have a nice weekend.